But joining me on the line right now from Tourism Central Australia, it is the CEO, Daniel Rochford. Good morning to you, Daniel. Good morning, Katie, and good morning to your listeners. Daniel, you and I spoke last week about the need for a specific date, realistically, for us to work towards when it comes to those borders opening up and travellers being able to come to the Northern Territory who are double vaxxed. We didn't quite get that yesterday. What was your reaction to the announcement from the Chief Minister? Well, I think it was a great announcement to give some certainty for students and those who, uh, those Territorians who might be uh, living in other states wanting to come back. But certainly from a tourism perspective, not a lot of joy there. Um, you know, we certainly heard a relaxation of the 14-day period down to a seven-day period sometime in January, hopefully. Uh, but the reality is that uh, no tourist will uh, stay in a hotel room for seven days before going on a holiday in the Northern Territory. So, look, until that such time um, we can get to a stage where that's much uh, uh, simpler for our visitors, then uh, we'll, we'll start to see visitation return. Yeah, and look, I'm not sure if you heard, but just a short time ago, I did also speak to the Tourism Minister, Natasha Files, and I asked the question, you know, uh, how is tourism going to cope over the Christmas period and over the coming months, given the fact that the reality of this is we're not going to end up in a non, you know, like we're still going to be quarantining up until uh, the end of January. Hopefully by the end of January, we'll move to the no quarantine, but still that strict testing. Um, you know, she reckons that she's hoping, obviously, that the tourism vouchers and, and some of the other uh, different initiatives that they've got running are going to help. But is it really going to help, Daniel? Uh, look, the reality is uh, I think there's two cases of COVID today in South East Queensland. Um, we're a few coughs away from if, if South East Queensland's called a, a hot spot, uh, we will lose our last flight uh, coming in uh, to Yulara Airport uh, at the rock and that will mean essentially tourism will grind to an absolute halt uh, for that part of central Australia and and certainly we're seeing a significant reduction in visitation uh, at the moment and, and certainly the feedback I'm getting from my members is forward bookings are almost non-existent. Is that right? Yeah, and, and certainly the one, one caveat to that, though, Katie, and, and, and I certainly take the, the minister's point around the territory vouchers. Mm. You know, there are some um, operators who do very well out of the vouchers, uh, and uh, you know they are still seeing bookings through the voucher program. But uh, look, that's um, nothing in comparison to uh, the the markets that we would normally see at this time. It, albeit, it's still our very much our low season. It's uh, uh, it's something, but it's certainly uh, not to where we need it to be to to have uh, our operators get to the other side. And Daniel, you and I have spoken on so many occasions about just how tough some of those operators are doing. Then, as you've just pointed out, you know, at the likes of Uluru, at this point in time, um, you have still got those flights coming from southeast Queensland. But um, with this new traffic light system, I think a lot of us are wondering when we do reach, I think it comes into place November 23, when we get to that point and the rest of the nation starts opening up and we're going by this traffic light system, whether we're going to be able to have anyone travelling into the Territory? There are certainly uh, real uh, doubts from the industry that that's uh, 
that, that we're going to see visitation over this period. In fact, I have um, multiple operators um, sharing with me their concerns that they may see almost zero visitation over December and uh, January. I guess ultimately the other uh, variable is if COVID comes into the territory over that period of time, there is always the spectre of a of a lockdown for us as well, and which will of course um, grind uh, visitation down to zero. So uh, it's not a positive time for the industry. We don't see a lot of optimism. Uh, and of course, uh, there's a tsunami at the back of this um, issue too, Katie, uh, which is the fact that our industry is shedding staff. Um, and uh, I had one of our biggest uh, businesses here in Central Australia one of our biggest tour operators saying to me that they have um, dropped down, this is a $5 million business, down to just less than 10 staff. So the ability to then rebound quickly after we start reopening is going to be near on impossible for our sector. Um, and so that's going to be the tsunami that comes after this process. Once we see demand rebound, mm. we're not going to have the staff and the ability to supply that demand. Daniel, it is such a tough time for you guys, and I know that you are such an optimistic person. Uh, You're a glass-half-full kind of bloke, but, gee, it must be tough at the moment. I mean, what is your message for the government? Oh, look, I think ultimately there's uh, there's two things. We... We are, um, you know, we, we do appreciate the great work governments have been doing at all levels to keep us safe. And as we've talked about, uh, there are three ICU beds here in Alice Springs. We understand that the, the why the government's wanting to undertake a cautious approach. Um, but the reality is uh, we need to, if, you, if we continue to, down that line, that the government has to deal with the collateral damage. And that, that damage is the tourism events and hospitality sectors, which will get smashed as a result results of the of no fault of the business owners themselves so um as much support as we possibly can uh, through survival payments, um, support to get rebound. As I said to you last week, the uh, New South Wales government announced a half a billion dollar support package to allow the industry to rebound. Mm. I've had and heard no discussions of uh, such a such a strategy here in the Northern Territory. We need to be planning for that now, not in the in the next few uh, months. And workforce. Um, um, the workforce issue is something that we need to be working on now, yep. not in March, April next year when we're facing shortfalls in staff. Daniel Rochford, I always appreciate your time. Thank you very much for having a chat to us again uh, this week and, and no doubt we'll talk again very soon. Thanks, Katie. Thank Cheers. you.